Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have today this is the reason I do these things um, we love getting the independent artists out there but then sometimes every now and then you get a really cool celebrity and uh, somebody I've looked up to for a long time Randy Jackson of the band Zebra um, yes they are still kicking it I, I don't want to say iconic 80s band because they are still going through the 90s and even now he's even got a solo project he'll, he'll talk about for a little bit and we have a, a call in guest as well uh, he's a repeat performer but uh, <laughs> I may as well just give it away. So Long Singaris called in. That is the actor, musician, extraordinaire. Both of me and him will be in the upcoming Uncle John is a zombie. John Russo's new zombie flick, comedy, horror. Talk about that too. But, um, and, uh, as you know, I've been under the weather. 2016 has not been the strongest, uh, for my health. And, uh, that's hopefully going to be remedied in the next two months. We shall see. Uh, I don't know how much, how many shows I'm going to be doing in the next month or two, but I'll, you know, when I sound like crap like this, I don't really want to do them. But who, I mean, like I said, with a guy like Randy Jackson coming onto the show, gives you a new incentive to do it. And, uh, we're going to get to that in the next couple of minutes, but first, let's, we're going to play a classic Zebra song. Alright, um, you guys familiar with, uh, Tell Me What You Want? Well, let's get into that right now. Alright? And thanks for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. I've been wasting my time. Oh, 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 oh. I am losing my mind. My head's on the floor. Forevermore, I have given you all. Oh, 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 o
right. Randy Jackson of Zebra. I cannot believe I'm talking to you. Uh, welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. Thank you. Um, Good to be here. I, last time I saw you, you were on a stage at Sundance in Bayshore, Long Island. That's a long time ago. Oh, man, but you played there quite a bit. Yeah. Good times, man. Oh, my God. You sold the place out like every time. Yeah, we played there uh, for about four years, you know, while it was uh, yeah. the whole time it was running, you know, back in the late 80s, I guess it was, huh? What was it, Frank Cariola, something like yep. that? Frank Cariola. I still see Frank every once in a while. I heard he was still kicking it somewhere. Didn't they try to reopen Sundance somewhere? Yeah, he he tried to uh, reopen a, another version of it out east and uh, didn't have too much luck with it. But uh, you know, he's always he's always trying to revive it. So, well, let's talk about that. That luck that you're talking about. Um, is that just the the rock and roll experience these days? Um, you know, I think it has a lot to do with location and just you know how much. How many people know about what's going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, word of mouth. Uh, okay. I really don't know why uh, it didn't work out for him this this past time, but um, I can't figure know. it out. Well, uh, I, I mean, I really can't. Uh, I'm I'm in Pittsburgh now. I'm relocated. Um, it's such a um, I don't know. It's a rock and roll is so fickle. Like you'll have a pack night. I just went and saw it. Believe it or not. Testament and Carcass, and it was sold out beyond the control of the. They they sold out too much, and then you'll go wow. on, on another night, and there's like nothing. You know, nobody shows up. Uh huh. I mean, what's yeah. how is it for you these days? I mean, we're pretty consistent. You know, we've been fortunate. Uh, the Zebra fans have, uh, you know, they stick with us, and yeah, uh, yeah. We just did uh, two shows in um, Dallas and one in St. Louis, and they were all sold out. And, um, Fantastic. you know, but a, a lot of it has to do with the promotion too. I think, you know, you got to let people know that the bands are there, you know, so. Absolutely. I mean, that, that, you're, that, that's right. Local radio, our local radio doesn't promote. That's why I do what I do. Um, I like to promote, we go indie artists. We go, you know, of course, celebrities like yourselves that help the indie artists. Um, it's just such a strange atmosphere in the rock and roll world these days, but I'm so glad to hear that you're still kicking it. Dallas is a fantastic rock and roll city. Yeah. Yeah, we've always, uh, we've always enjoyed going to Dallas and we have a lot of friends there, so. Absolutely. Um, so is that one of your favorite venues or? Yeah, I mean, it was the first time we played at this particular venue, wow. uh, this past time. Um, but Dallas is certainly one of our favorite towns, yeah. Well, let's see. I, oh gosh, I have questions. You have a lot of fans. That's all I can say. Um, when I told him about you, I was just like, I got inundated with just people saying, oh, you gotta ask him this, you gotta ask him that. Um, one of them, of course, uh, one question was, uh, your views on the rock and world, rock and roll world today, and I don't know how you feel about it. Um, how do you feel about it? I mean, are you happy with the state of affairs and people downloading music? Well, I, uh, that, that, that aspect of it, I mean, it's, it's a change. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of look at it from a, broader perspective i mean before there was uh publishing you know nobody got paid royalties on anything you know before they invented the printing press and uh (laughs) we were uh fortunate enough to uh as an artist you know uh, live through a period where there was enough control uh to where you could uh modify uh you know your work um that's changed you know obviously the downloading is uh change the way it's, uh, you know, yeah. the funds are being distributed and, and how money's going to be made. I don't really think you can uh, control people downloading once it becomes accepted. 
right. you know, as being okay. Uh, there's really nothing you can do about it. Uh, so I don't, you, you know, I mean, I still get paid for, you know, and, and there are people who are still, you know, following the rules. There's a lot of, lot of them, <laughs> which is a good thing. Um, we promote that fact, here. We promote but, that here. <laughs> but there's nothing, there's nothing you can really do to stop it, you know, except, uh, have people not, you know, not do it. Uh, you know, one example of, of something that's, you know, illegal, but people don't do, and they, I think they just don't do it from peer pressure is you don't see as much littering as you used to see in the sixties, you know? <laughs> uh, when, back when I was growing up, people were throwing stuff out of the windows left and right, oh you my know? God. But, uh, do you remember the Long Island Expressway, what it used to look like? <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So, you know, that's an example of something that's pretty easy to get away with. Uh, but, um, you know, but people don't really do it anymore. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe that'll happen with music too. Who knows? What I've been uh, getting a, a lot of lately um, when I have bands on here, I get I get vinyl sent to me, and it's it's just a nice gift, and it's fantastic. And now I have to buy a new record player. I have an old one, but um, yeah. yeah, vinyl is back. Yeah, yeah. People are uh, all about nostalgia, and uh, I think there's a there's a certain magic to the vinyl. Yes. You know, as far as sonically. Uh, that you can't get from, uh, other formats. And I think people just like having something big to hold in their hands, you know, to, to uh, read. And, yeah. uh, I think it's cool. Oh, you remember what that was like going to the record store? We had so many good, do you remember Music Den on Wisconsin Highway? No. Uh, okay. Music Den no. on Wisconsin. Okay. That was my favorite place to go to. I don't know. Where did you, yeah. where did you go back in the day? Uh, well, I mean, I grew up in New Orleans. So, uh, you know, a lot of where, um, I would buy when I got to Long Island. I don't remember where we were buying records at that point. Yeah. I think I was downloading them. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Goody, Sam Goody. Uh, interesting. Yeah, we get. It's funny. I, I have a mishmash of New Orleans and Long Island people on here. We just had uh, Brian Devoe of Nine Days. You know, you know Nine Days, story of a girl yeah, sure. band. Sure. Wow. Yeah, we had him on. He was a huge fan of you, actually, Brian Devoe, uh, and oh. I, I grew up with him. Uh, oh God, yeah. He he was the reason I went to go see you in Bayshore, actually, back in the day. Wow. Yep. And uh, we had Star and Dagger on here, Sean Yusall, um and uh-huh. Dava She Wolf, uh, New Orleans. You must. I wonder if you like. You have to met them or been in the same places at the same time. Um. It, just, with the, the the last band you just mentioned. Yeah, Star and Dagger. Uh huh. Yeah, they well, one of them. So, they know you. I'm just gonna say that <laughs> they do. And where? How? What, when did they come out? Oh God, they they've been around for about six years, I think. Um, but it's Sean you saw and and Dava. She were the founding members. Uh, Sean was in White Zombie, and uh, Dava, of course, has the punk rock background. Uh, Cycle Slots oh, from wow. Hell and all that fun stuff. Wow. Yeah. They're becoming regulars on here. We talk about them too much. Anyway, back to you. You have okay. Since Zebra, you have some solo projects too. Um, you know, I go out and do solo acoustic shows. You know, a lot of what I do is live performance now. And, um, okay. so I'm actually down in Florida right now. I'm doing a show down here at a uh, casino okay. on uh, Friday. And then I'll be back up in Long Island, uh, next week, uh, doing three shows. And, um, you know, anybody who wants to find out where I'm playing is can just go to the, the website, thedoor.com, which is the zebra website. Very cool, very cool. Um, it, I'm trying to think now. Like, uh, who are you playing with? How many guys in the band? 
What in my what, yeah. what what I'm doing right now? Yes, it's just solo acoustic. No, no, no. Um, well, when you play when you do zebra, oh, zebra's three. There's three people still. All, it's always been three. Yeah. Well, I remember that well. Don't worry about that. Yeah, we have we uh, occasionally we have a sax player with us, Chili Willie. He plays a couple of songs, so that makes it four. Uh, and okay. Willie did a song on the fourth zebra record called "Waiting to Die." So I was begging the not, question there. I'm sorry. I just I, I want to see if you yeah the sax player heard about that. Yeah, and so Willie, um, Willie plays with us occasionally, but, uh, as far as like a standard zebra show, you know, it's the, it's, it's still the three of us. Three original members, Guy Felix so and awesome. myself. That is so awesome. And what are you listening to these days? Oh, geez, I'm getting a call. Uh, I think a friend of yours is calling. Should I answer this? Whatever, whatever you want to do. Yeah, but you know who it is, right? No. Oh, uh, yeah, you do. Oh yes, I do. Yes, you do. Of course, I do. Okay, go. Yeah. Well, Call. let's bring him in. Uh, yeah. Hello. Hello. Caller. Caller. <laughs> yeah, this what is the. I look like a caller. This is the part where you uh, announce who you are and say hello. Oh, I'm announcing. Hey, it's me, Solon Sangaris from New Solon. York. Long distance love affair, my brother. How you doing, Solon? <laughs> <laughs> Good to talk to you, man. It's you always sure? a pleasure. Are, really? Are you sure about that? <laughs> what? Yes, I am absolutely sure. <laughs> Solo and I, Solon and I go back a long way. That's what I hear. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so what, what's the history green, I would say? Oh, no. <laughs> right. So how far back? What did you got? Did you open up? Did Uncle Fester open up for Zebra? I think I think Zebra opened up for Fester, didn't we? Are you kidding? At one point, Solon, didn't Zebra open up for Fester at one point? Uh, there's nothing. The other way around, brother. Uncle yeah. Fester at the at Run Runners in Shirley. Oh my God. Uncle Fester, Uncle Fester opened up for Zebra. Shirley. Wow. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Actually, you know, Randy, remember? I don't know if you do. You used, you did the acoustic thing at Rum Runners, and I just happened to have been the sound guy running that gig for you. And that's how huh. we met back in '97. Wow! Jeez. Memory that's on this guy. It's yep. a long time. Nights. And then, and, and yep. then after a quite a successful Zebra Fester uh, performance, Randy gave me a call and said, "Hey, you want to open up for Dennis Quaid?" And I said. Are you out of your mind? Am I really going to say no? And then I asked him who he got on drums. He said, Teddy Cook from Great White. Oh, bonus. Holy crap. Yeah, so we had a yeah, good was, time. That was, that was fun. We had a good time that night. All right, well, listen, Salone, stay on the line, okay? We're going to take a break here. Um, I want, I really would like Randy to pick the song that we play. Uh, what would you like us to play? Any song? Yeah. Well, does it want to be a zebra song? It has to be one of yours. <laughs> has to be one of mine. Okay, play uh, Y. Okay. Zebra 4. We will do this. All right, we'll get right back to you. Thank you for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio with uh, Randy Jackson. And unfortunately, Salone just called in. We'll be right back. <laughs> I'm not afraid of the dark, but you should be. There are things that dwell here in the dark. Things. Best left in scene. With the initial smoke cleared from the fall of tomorrow, 
The blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle. Fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. If you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. Still here? Okay. Let's play a game. <laughs> Around you, 
talking about we are back with randy jackson of zebra and for some reason salone singaris is on the phone um I, I, I was asking randy before you called in so long uh what, what what like what what are you listening to these days what rock and roll or what music in general are you listening to just don't say kanye please new stuff or uh, in just in general in, huh? general, I, in general yeah i haven't really been listening to anything new i'm uh, i'm uh, i've been kind of allergic to it yeah um, I wish yeah, somebody would point me to some stuff that sounded new, but whenever I hear stuff, it just sounds kind of, uh, you know, mm. that, that, there's nothing real refreshing, nothing, nothing fresh and that I've heard lately. Uh, I hate to be such a downer on, in, no. in that respect, but that, that includes my stuff, you know, I try to write <laughs> new stuff and it, and it's all sounding like, you know, derivative. So, uh, I'm waiting for, uh, the next new thing, you know? What was your, your favorite, well, what was your rock and roll moment where you stood there and said, wow, I, um, I really made it. I did something today. Was there a great show that is more memorable than any other show? A show? Yeah, or a moment. Um. When you met me. Well, good. Yeah, I would have to say that, that, uh, you're, you're talking about a show. This could be a, like, I don't know. It could be a moment. You know, you walked away. You're like, "Wow, that was one hell of a time." Um. Oh, okay. Let me just think of a good one. 
probably not on Long Island. Now. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Uncle Fester didn't open up for that one. I'm sure. All right, that was mean. Um, I'm sorry. It was. Um, we did a. Sh- I know we did a show with uh, uh, with Journey and uh, Foghat down in New Orleans. Wow. And, uh, and they gave us the key to the city down there in New Orleans, and that was kind of kind of neat. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. That was that was cool. Well, how about now, uh, best show you've, you were in the audience for, your, your favorite concert you've been to, something that made you want to play rock and roll? The Beatles. Wow, get out of here. Yeah, I saw the Beatles in 1964. Oh my God, were you at Shea? Nope, I was in New Orleans. At, um, I grew up in New Orleans, and yeah. uh, my parents took my brother and I to see the Beatles at City Park Stadium. Wow. Holy nice. Smokes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, uh, it was cool. Saul McCartney, uh, jeez, that was two years yeah. ago, and that was an ama- yeah, we got really close, and it was just an amazing experience. You know, that's as close as I'll get to seeing, you know, seeing the Beatles. Uh, just amazing. What a performer. Yeah. I just, yeah, wow, you saw the Beatles. All right. Saw the Beatles. Um, yeah, I'm kind of speechless after, after that one. Um, all right, any musicians that you'd like to actually jam with these days? Is there somebody you haven't jammed with that you'd like to? Salon, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. <laughs> That I haven't jammed with? Or that you, yeah, sure. That you, somebody you'd love to. I think I'd, I'd like to jam with Jimmy Page. All right. Uh, <laughs> Any words there, Solo? Uh, you know something? I would be afraid of that uh, of that collaboration. I, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> if I was in the same room when that event was happening, I, my head would probably explode. I'd probably want to give up playing music. At that point. Nah, not true. <laughs> All right, well, listen, I have a text from a fan, um, my friend Tippy Smith. She's a cutie, you'd like her. Um, she asks, how is it that he is, uh, it's hard to read this, how is it that he is best known, meaning Randy, how is that he is best known for holding the note the longest on who's behind the door? Was it recorded? Has anyone beaten you on that since? Beat? <laughs> I didn't know there was a contest. I know, but, right? uh, I didn't but if there is, this, I have no idea how to answer that question. If people this, were adding up the seconds, uh, very random question. I, she yeah, caught me off guard. I mean, uh, you know, I I did help hold the note pretty long, but I don't think I've compared it to to, to any other song. So if <laughs> she has, that's uh, that's interesting. <laughs> right. So right. I don't have the answer to. To tell you if, uh, you know, what, I don't, t- to any of that. Yeah, that's a nice, honest answer. I like that. But she does have a follow up. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's not bad. Uh, once again, Tippy, uh, can you still hit that note on who's behind the door? Of course. I have to. I believe it. It's part of my, uh, part of my, my job description. <laughs> I have to hit it. So, uh, yeah, I do do it. Knock on wood. I have seen that happen. Yeah, me too. I, I've seen it happen as of late. The, the last, the last time the zebra played, I was, I was uh, secreted. I secreted myself in a corner. And yes, freaking amazing show, man. Mm. Always. It was, at the, it was at the downtown before they closed it. I remember that. That's that's over yeah. ten years ago too. Wow. That was a bit, yeah. Oh, man. You're gonna have to come back out and see a more recent sh- a more recent show, Solon. I have to come out. 
every time you're in the area, as infrequent as I am downstate, every time I'm there with Fester, you are either out of town or you've got your own gig. So it's 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 tough, man. You got to yeah. come up here when I'm just relaxing, spend the day. Sure. You're a working you know, musician. He's something like that. Um, Uncle Fester had a comeback too. I, I don't know uh, if and when that. When is that? Did that already happen? So long? No, it's going to be May twentieth on Friday over in Yapang. We have to change the date for April. Nice. So I don't know if uh, Randy's going to be in town. I'd say we go for a bagel on Saturday morning, brother. <laughs> there you go. A real bagel. Oh God, I miss them. And you pizza. I think it was. I you there. and I had met for, you and I had met for breakfast one day, and uh, he said, "Oh, you got to try this place." So we went in, and this was back when I was able to eat. I think I had like two of these humongous, humongous bagel sandwiches, and Randy's giving me the, the, the eyebrow, like, "Holy crap! Is there a dog under the chair or something that's disappearing?" Oh my god! Who's going? All right. Moving on. <laughs> I, I, I want to ask you, uh, Randy, are there any songs that you will not play anymore? Do you get tired of playing certain songs? Oh, no. I mean, you know, I'm there to, you know, if people request uh, request songs, you know, and I know them, I'll play them. You know, that's what I'm there for, you know. Uh, I, there may be songs that I prefer not to play at a certain time, you know. I mean, right. we... <laughs> You know, depending on what day it is, but when I'm out performing, you know, I'm doing it for the for the fans. All right, well, yeah, and from what I understand, you're like one of the most fan friendly people a person there's ever been. Uh, people brag about how nice you are all the time. Yeah, I, you know, I have an easy time with it. You know, I've always, you know, when I was growing up, I I was a real social person, and uh, you know, I enjoy people. You know, I have a good time, and uh, always have, so it comes easy to me. And is those songwriting still coming easy? Uh, I'm writing, but I haven't come up with the, uh, enough for the, uh, for the next Zebra record yet. At least enough that I'm happy with. So I'm still plotting through that, you know, but, um, yeah, I'm still writing. Well, thank God we need more people like you. Um, I'm going to say goodbye to Solon right now. And, uh, Solon, do you want any parting words? For me, uh, let's just hope that all your New York people uh, come out to Salt City Horror Fest in Syracuse on April 16th, where I'll be there with uh, with Gary and the legendary John Russo, writer of Night of the Living Dead. We're going to wow. be uh, hanging out, watching movies, and uh, talking about the upcoming motion picture, My Uncle John is a Zombie. Yeah, we're, we're both in that, actually. Uncle John and the Zombie? Yeah. You want to wow. give, yeah. give him the synopsis. Okay, in 1968, Russo wrote Night of the Living Dead, as everybody is pretty much wrote, and the horror genre knows that it is the seminal, the, the, the thing that started the zombie genre. Right. It also affected, it affected my life. Watching this movie screwed me up, and this is where I am today. <laughs> so, Russo, Russo also wrote Return of the Living Dead, and being that he decided he wanted to do more. He wrote another zombie comedy based on 40 years after Night of the Living Dead actually occurred. So this comedy is called My Uncle John is a Zombie, and it takes place in modern times, and there are zombie rights activists 
and there are people who are against zombies or pro-zombies. And we even have Chief McClellan, the original Chief McClellan, George Cassano, reprising his role as McClellan. It's awesome. Did you say reprising? (laughs) Isn't it reprising? All right, go on. And uh, the first zombie that gets killed, dare I say, is Dave. Yay. It's you. I shoot you, brother. All right, Randy. I'm really sorry that we wasted your time. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I'm all about I'm all about horror and promotion. Oh, if you are, then don't miss this promoting one. Promoting horror for for so long. It's yeah. So well, don't miss this one. Yeah, it was fun making it. It was fun being there, being a part of it. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of that going on. So long. Uh, plug what you got, and I'm gonna hang up on you. Oh, don't hang up on me. Just say goodbye. If anybody wants to help me out, uh, you get my. Facebook page and uh, there's a little blurb about GoFundMe, but if I may say that, uh, he's had some car problems. Oh, yeah, and and just circumstances beyond my control. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, I'm getting old. I'm getting old and feeble. Uh, oh, like Randy does. <laughs> oh, Randy, before I get off the phone, how about a co- uh, let's do something sometime in the near future and and put it onto onto this. Put it on to make vinyl. We'll do vinyl. Randolph and Solon. <laughs> Solon and Randolph vinyl. Okay, well, we're going to have to get your car fixed first. All right, my man. All right, yeah, help out, help out Solon. Go to, uh, you got to spell your name for folks, too. Solon Segaris, fundraiser for his car. Go to his Facebook page. He needs help. No, thank you. All right. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, bye bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Take care. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> he kills me. The man kills me. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. He's awesome. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. What's, uh, all right. So the future of Zebra. Uh, can you give us uh, something to look forward to? Um, some rock and roll that that's not going to die. We miss rock and roll here. Yeah, we're uh, you know we're not stopping. We're uh, we're playing in uh, it Pennsylvania at oh, a. Uh, okay. Let's see. I'll give it to you right now. I'll give you the fantastic. Hey. May 8th, Sunday, May 8th, we're headlining a uh, festival in Pennsylvania, Rosfest. Hmm. And it's a, uh, what do I want to say? Um, I'm writing this down as you speak. Yeah. Let me uh, find out more information about it. Hold on. You could always hit me up, man. I, I, well, we'll talk about it on the next show, even if you're not you're not on the show. Yeah, I could, uh, let me see, I can pull it up. Hold on one second. And I apologize, Two, too. Three uh, seconds. Here we go. Apologize. So, to my, to you and my audience yeah, here. I, it's I, at the, go ahead. It's at the Majestic Theater. Majestic, okay. Yeah, and it's called Ross Fest, and it's in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. In Gettysburg, ah, it's quite a ways from us, but we have we have listeners, so we'll get it out there. Um, I'll just I'll just 
on the next couple of shows, I'll be talking about it. No problem. You said you said you're in Pennsylvania, though, right? Yeah, Pittsburgh, but Gettysburg is a that's a you know three and a half. On the hour. other side of the state. Yeah, yeah, it's a big state, just like Texas. You know, it's just it's a long state. Driving back to New York is a oh, it's a trial. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to apologize for my sinus issues and my I, I've had uh, some issues and I'm driving my audience crazy with my nose lately and I apologize that I can't talk right. Um, I am getting an operation on that, so we will see. You're getting an operation. Yeah, that thing. What do they do? Where they crack your nose bones and what is that? Uh, the uh, you know it's called boxing. Ah, <laughs> deviated deviated septum, I believe is what it is. But yes, yeah. boxing. Yeah, I could probably use a good shot to that. Deviated septum. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I, I, like people are afraid what my voice is going to sound like after that. You know? Can you imagine you? Can you imagine if you had to have something like that done? Well, like, see, this is the first time we've talked, so I don't know the difference. So Right. <laughs> I'm so talking I, about you, so though. Can, can I won't we... recognize you next time, I guess. <laughs> Wouldn't you be afraid, though, of making a change like that? I mean, it's your career. Yeah, I, I think it would be uh, certainly a little uh, something to fear, you know, <laughs> making a big change like that. Sure. All right. Well, listen, Randy Jackson of Zebra and I'm just uh, one of my idols here. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, this is where you should probably plug everything you got and where you want people to go to buy their music. Oh, uh, you know, the easiest thing to do is to go to iTunes. You know, that's where uh, we got all the Zebra stuff on, on iTunes. And uh, I've also got a uh, solo uh, CD with all Beatles songs on it, an acoustic CD called uh, Empathy for the Walrus. I'm doing a oh, doing another one of those this year also. I cannot wait to hear yeah. that. I didn't know about this. Yeah. It's, oh my um, god. No, it's got uh it's just an uh it's an acoustic me with an acoustic guitar. A couple of little overdubs on it also, you know, but uh, it's cool. You see and, that uh, that's the thing about iTunes. Like you, you can look up your favorite artists and you get these surprises every now and then. Yeah. You know, it's like, wow, they did this. Okay. You know, I, yeah. I bought everything else. You thought you knew it all. And then you go to iTunes and it's find, yeah, find some new stuff. It's the yeah. new uh, record store, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. So, well, that's think- my suggestion for, uh, where to get the stuff. And, uh, of course, if you want to find out where we're playing, you just go to, uh, the door.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, type in Randy Jackson Zebra on Facebook and, uh, send me a note. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you having me on the show, Dave. Oh man, I hope to have you back. Yeah, we'll do it again. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to play a classic one now. So, um, thanks for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. As always, I'm at Fairly Dark on Twitter. All our shows and all my books at www.fairlydarkproductions.com. Check it out, please. We've had some great shows in the past, too. Hopefully, Randy, you check some out, too. You might like some of them. Um, Absolutely. And thanks for dealing with me and uh, so long. <laughs> hey, I've been dealing with so long forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Good show, man. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric acid. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electric Cast production. Electric Cast. Electric Cast.